At Knox Strips, our mission is to improve the health of our community through the utilization of IV hydration therapy. IV therapy offers a wide range of benefits that cannot be ignored. Whether you're looking to improve your immune system, stay hydrated, or get over that game day hangover, you can be confident that our passionate and experienced team at Knox Strips will have an option that fits your needs. We are mobile and proud to serve Knoxville and the surrounding areas anytime, day or night. To learn more or book an appointment, please visit knoxstrips.com. Football season isn't going the way we want it to. Some things you can't rely on. Some things you can't trust. Marcos Garza is not one of those things. I'm proud to partner with him for the Reeds Ranch podcast. If you find yourself or a loved one or a friend needing legal representation this football season, do the smart thing. Trust the Garza Law Firm. He won't let you down. He won't overthrow you. He won't underthrow you. He'll just throw it to you. 865-540-8300. That's the phone number. Online 24-7 at GarzaLaw.com. GarzaLaw.com. 865-540-8300. East Tennessee's premier DUI defense lawyer, criminal defense lawyer, and personal injury lawyer. Before you say guilty, say Garza. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. <laughs> but I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. All right, we are close. We are close. It was uh, an ugly win against Texas A&M, but but it was a win. That is the most important thing. I feel like a lot of what we talked about last week kind of played out, right? The defensive line wreaking havoc on Texas A&M. Our quarterback position keeping Texas A&M in the game. We got a big special teams touchdown. And we won in excruciating fashion. I believe... Bob on the spaces last week called for 21 to 13. And it was 20 to 13. Seth, how are you, my friends? I'm doing good, John. It's good to hear your voice. 
good to talk to you. Thank you for hopping on with me tonight, right from the get-go. I was just saying that last week kind of played out exactly like we kind of said it would. Ugly, ugly game where we had to kind of just survive. Which, that's better than the alternative, right? Like, it's better than losing. Winning ugly is always going to be better than losing. Sur- survival is one way. That's about the best way to describe it. Well, what else, would I, what else would we say? No, no, it, no, it's the best way to describe it. Yeah, and I mean, yes. and when I say survived, I mean, you really just survived as a fan base, right? You survived as a fan base to at least have some excitement for this game this weekend. Because if you lose to Texas A&M... Four and three would have been ugly. Think about how dreadful this week would have been. At least we've yeah, been able yeah. to kind of look and kind of chart a path to victory. And I know you're going. I got my clown makeup on. I'm ready to go for Saturday. There's no chance in hell I would have gone had we lost to Texas A&M. So, you know, you survived. And you just get it set up where these games matter. I, I can't remember how when it was a couple of years ago. But we kept talking about some game. We just wanted to get there that where the game would matter. Was it Ole Miss, yeah. maybe? I don't it remember. might have been. I don't remember. I think we just said we wanted the Ole Miss game to matter. So we could have a tailgate, patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Have a big tailgate, have fun. And we needed Tennessee to beat, maybe it was like South Carolina and Missouri. I, I don't know. But, of course, that happened. And we got to have a fun day. That's kind of the same mindset I had at the Texas A&M game. I don't even deem that as a big win, per se. You know, Texas A&M is not a good football team. They have good talent, but they're not a good football team. They have no offensive line. Max Johnson's not a good quarterback. And I think at this point, many people would say that Jimbo Fisher is not a good coach. But it's a respectable opponent. It's not like you beat Vandy. It's not like you beat South Carolina. At least got some cachet. So now we're set up with a top 20 matchup. And like I said, you and I are going to clown it up and go down there. All right, I'm going to go straight to some calls. I'm going to grab Connor first. Uh, just request to talk if you want to talk, and you can be up next unless one of my, my beautiful patrons hops on in front of you. Connor, are you there, my friend? Thank you, John. Thank you. You're welcome. So, heading into this week, let me speak logistically first. I don't, I don't know what to think of this team. We can win with the run game. We can win with the defense. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that what logistically means, Seth? I thought logistically meant. <laughs> but I, I don't think I don't. Let's just no. Let's just let's just. All right, keep going, Connor. Sorry, I just don't think that's All right. logistically. All right. Hey, I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm, okay. I'm a little. I'm a little buzzed right now, to be honest. It's okay. It's, it's okay. I shouldn't have cut you off. My bad. Just go ahead and go. No, it's fine. You're the host. I'm the listener. But anyways, Joe Milton's not going not gonna to go out there and perform. But I believe the brothers in the backfield can run the ball down the throat like a train going through a wheat field. All right, we're going to hammer them down. And the thing is, the thing is here, we might be dog shit, but Alabama is cat shit. So guess what? We still got that dog in us. And that's better than anything those French-tied elephant Nick Saban tickles kids will ever have. So they can go to hell, go down balls. And anyways, Joe Milton, honestly, I don't know why he hasn't been arrested for all the fraud watch he's had. 
Kamal Haddon stepped up, got out of the fraud, beat the case. Tim Banks got out of the fraud, beat the case. So what the hell is up Joe Milton's ass? Get him off the field. We've known this for six, seven damn weeks. And put Nico in. Whoever was on Northwest and voted for Joe Milton to go in. Yes, it's going against Alabama. But God damn it, I throw a blind kid who has broken legs out there before Joe Milton ever touches the freaking field. That's right. That's well said. That's well said, Connor. In Tuscaloosa with my brother and your brother, Preston Bond, brother of the Patreon, along with me and my dad. Maybe I'll run into y'all. Yo, Vols, thank you for letting me speak. I hope I do run into you. Uh, send me a message. Let's make sure we coordinate that. Connor, appreciate you, brother. Thank yep. you for getting us started off hey, with some we, energy. We can't. Oh, well, I thought you were done. Uh, I'm sorry, Connor. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Seth, I got to be honest. I uh, I flinched a little bit when he got to uh, talking about Alabama being cats and then the first, uh, the, the nick that came out of his mouth. Oh, I, dude, I know, I know. I was like, oh. Goodness. There's a split second where I like, I like froze. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the Nick Saban part uh, that made me uh, oh. that made me clinch. Uh, I like the energy though. Okay, so we we're, we're dog shit, but they're cat shit. So by definition, we at least have dog. Okay. What is your plan? What time do you plan on getting to uh to Tuscaloosa on Saturday? Uh probably about uh not between nine thirty and two. Okay. Are you leaving from Birmingham? Yes. Okay. Yep. You coming back Saturday night after the game, I imagine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Might be a slight chance I try to ride with you from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa. Just maybe a slight chance, depending on what my hotel situation is like. Because I got a hotel Friday night in Birmingham, but I don't know if Cody or what my friend Charlie's doing. So I'll let you know. It'll just be me and Claire. Yeah. It'll just be me and Claire. All right. Let's keep the energy rolling. Somebody requests talk. Let's get to caller number two. Connor, Connor got us kicked off. Appreciate it. It's always the first one that's the toughest. And uh, we got a good first one. We got a good first one. On the podcast yesterday, Seth, you were saying you feel like a 24 to 10 game is what we're looking at on Saturday. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, 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 I do. We'll see how you feel at the end of the day. We'll see how you feel at the end of the spaces. Let's go. Let's grab Colton. Colton, appreciate you for being number two. What's up, brother? I'm going to hit that little unmute your mic down the bottom left, and then you'll be oh, good to sorry. go. Got nope, you're good. You're good. Yep, good to hear you. All right, so, folks, I just had the most uh, intriguing thing happen to me a few minutes ago. I, uh, I have a friend who's a coach at a local high school here in Georgia and um, who happens to have a five-star recruit on his team that he is taking to Tuscaloosa on Saturday. And uh, I was asked if I wanted to go for free. Okay. Uh, and I'm, uh, I, I mean, my wife was like, yeah, you have to do it. She said she owed me one because I sold my Alabama ticket last year and missed the win. Uh, oof, oof, yeah. Oof, 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 so oof. she immediately was like, yeah, you hey, gotta, you gotta hey, honey, you missed maybe the best night of your life sports related, but do you want to go see Joe Milton in Tuscaloosa? You gotta yeah. do it. You have my blessing to go watch Tennessee score 17 points at most. Have at it. Yeah. But the, the crazy thing is that, uh, so I can't, the deal is I can't wear Tennessee gear. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> I can't wear Tennessee gear, and we're going to be sitting like in the end zone in like the recruit section, and so like I have to be somewhat, uh, I have to be somewhat reserved, and I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. You know, I'm sitting here like uh, I'm kind of nervous, man. They might like throw me out or something. But uh, Seth, what's your advice here? Does he have to go and? Will he be able to keep it together? Yeah, you should go. You should go. Just wear like a green shirt. Yeah, you know, as honestly, I thought about. It. I already had a green shirt in mine. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I was like, I don't know what I'm. We're gonna be on the field before the game. I might like have to shake Saban's oh, nice. hand. I might have oh, to like, nice. shake Saban's hand or something. Okay. You know, so uh, I. Just, so you're just gonna be rolling around with the five star. I, yeah, like I, I, apparently I'm driving. So. Oh, so yeah, you're, you are gonna get good treatment then. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, I think you got to I mean, do it, and you know maybe just be like after the game, like wow, man, that Tennessee team, huh? They looked pretty good. Yeah, they looked I like know. they could use my, you out there, huh? My coach, uh, my coach friend, he has a relationship with Garner, so um, he's he's known Coach Garner for a while. So you know maybe we can get somebody in the ear there, you know? Yeah, well, you're the somebody in the ear. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, maybe. you're that guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just. Uh, I think it's going to happen. Y'all just pray for me. I don't want to be escorted out of Bryant-Denny uh, for, uh, you know, being the obvious Tennessee fan in the recruit section. I'm going to do my best to, to hold it down, and maybe I can uh, have a, a nice epic call to volunteer reaction after we get the W. So Please do, and also check back in with us next week. I want to hear how this went. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Man. Appreciate you, Colton. See you, brother. All right, Seth, we got some listener feedback. My God, listening to y'all bitch about Nico the entire damn season in route to 10 and 2 is going to be nauseating, he says. I'll tell you what nauseating is. Nauseating is watching this offense play. Who said that? A listener. He DM'd it, so I'm not going to say his name. It seems as if he didn't want that to be public. But uh, we could be 12 and 0. We would be 12 and 0 if he had gone and gotten a quarterback in the portal. I'm sorry. That I'm harping on the fact that Alabama's down, Georgia's down, Tennessee has a really good team except at one position, and they could win the national title. They could go 12 and 0. Yeah, you, you could realistically go 10 and 2. Well, I guess going 10 and 2, you'd have to beat somebody. You'd have to beat somebody if you went like, 10 and 2. So, think if we had Jaden Daniels, we would be dog walking everyone. This is so um, – like, it's so dumb, these fans. Like, he should have gone and got a transfer quarterback. It was a huge mistake not to. There were three options, and he chose the unequivocal worst option. I would rather be taking the lumps with Nico about, you know, Look, running uh, the risk. If we, go, if we go 10 and 2, I will somewhat bend the knee because if you go 10 and 2, you've beaten either Alabama or Georgia at this point because you shit the Florida game away. But it, if we go 10 and 2, I will say, you know what, my bad. Maybe we were a little too hard. The defense was able to carry you. Well, I'm saying maybe I will. Most likely I'm not. But if we beat Alabama or Georgia, check back in with me, and maybe I'll have a different tune. All right, let's get the calls going again. Let's get Dash. What up, Dash? How are you, friend? Bottom left microphone. Hit it. (laughs) Come on. Your mic is muted in the bottom left, Dash. Come on, brother Dash. Come on, brother Dash. You can do it. There you go. Well, now you got to talk. Oh, damn it. Right, you're, you're there, Dash? You're there? All right. You're muted. BMV's up. Dash, I'll get back to you afterwards. What's up, Blue Moon Vol? How you doing, brother? I'm good. 
Just like it's like why it's like deja fucking vu all over again watching that game Saturday. <laughs> Did I not tell you all a year ago that the reason I didn't want that man in this program is because he ran out of bounds on fourth down against Ole Miss. And I'll be good goddamned if he didn't do it again. I told you all a year ago this man can't start. Oh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. John were never we were never in the Joe Milton. No, game. no, no, no. You're not you're not gonna you're not gonna come on here and slander us, BMB. I got chastised for after the bowl game saying, eh, I don't think he played that well. So no, you're not gonna you're not gonna say we beat that drum. We I said I would wait and see. I said I had hope, you know, in the offseason that like, hey, maybe this clicks, maybe Josh Heupel is that good. And, you know, uh, you know, very quickly after the Virginia game, I, I said, nope, not it. Yeah, I, I, like you said, like you said, all I asked for going into this season was if Joe Milton could perform like he did against Clemson, hit anybody wide open, and maybe Ramel Keaton catch the fucking ball, it would be okay. <laughs> but good luck, like, I, I know, boy, nobody going to cuss Joe Milton more than me. But, man, what is Ramel Keaton doing out there? He's terrible. He needs to be benched. They should play Caleb. What, what about what, what, what's the freshman we got? The uh, kid out of Florida, Laycock. Yeah, wh- why isn't he playing? Oh, I mean, what is Ramel Keaton doing other than fucking Nothing. providing one? They should bench him. They should bench should. him. Hundred percent. Get him out of here. Like, like the thing, the, the passes are so terrible that when he does throw a good one, you simply cannot drop it, and that's what he's yeah. been doing. So play Caleb Webb, who at least has three more. And years. it's amazing. You, you, I listen to shows down in Knoxville when people call in and defend Joe. This is the same stuff Jarrett Garantano did for two years, and people called in weekly and just cut, put anybody else in there but him. What is the aura of Joe Milton to have? Well, you know, don't why know. Are, we need to just let him play. He's he's doing fine. We're five it's, and one. Well, the, the, that's, that's, well, that's the answer. The answer is that people usually don't want to rock the boat if you're winning. Now, never mind the fact that the best team you beat is a very underachieving Jimbo Fisher, but like – no one's going to call for a move while you're winning and while you still have a chance Never to win the East and you still have a chance to win 10 games. That's the difference. Jared Garantano lost to Georgia State. You know, Jared Garantano lost to BYU. There was a lot of damage from that. It wasn't so much that people thought Keller Christ was any damn good. It's just that they wanted to try something different because we were losing. On the flip side, this, you know, during this season, we're winning. Are we going to keep winning? Probably not. Maybe we'll see. But yeah, that's the difference, BMB. If you're worried about rocking a boat, I got bad news for you. This son of a bitch is about to run aground, and it, you yes, better you. you you you've already shot your the chance of doing it against Alabama. Like you got to roll with him down there. But man, like you can at least at least, at least at least to start the game. At least to start anybody the game. with a damn pulse can go up to Kentucky and beat them. I'm not worried about fuck it. Why why does this fan base love to talk about Kentucky at night up at Kroger? Who gives a fuck? It's crow. It's it's Kentucky. They're not beating us this year. We're not losing to Missouri. Like, it, if he shits the bed or he looks bad, you got to put Nico in by halftime. Win or lose, you got two games to prep him for Georgia. Like this Georgia team is not that scary. Put a different jersey on them. They're just another good team. I just no, I, I had to watch that game sober this weekend, and it sent my blood pressure through the fucking roof. It, it, it's awful. I ruined my sister's birthday dinner Sunday night. I cannot it. enjoy my little nephew because of that dumb son of a bitch. Throw it. He ran out of bounds short, <laughs> charged somebody, hurt him, and then taunted over him. 
Oh man, you, I mean, I could have. Then throw a pick. I could have picked up a dog and thrown it. I was so damn mad. <laughs> and anybody that jumps on here and says, "Oh, get Joe Metton out of here," everyone, ninety percent of you motherfuckers, created this problem. <laughs> so don't you dare get on here and say, "I've been on the train for ne-. no, you haven't." There are about five of us on that train, and it was a hand trolley a year ago. It may be a train now, but you some bitches weren't on it when it got rolling. It was just simply a little wagon with me, you, and a couple other people. That's BMB. it. Day, they, the, day, they the day one Nico, the day one Nico crew was not very uh, was not very crowded. That bandwagon was not very crowded. No. And I even made that comment a month ago. Oh, you know, if he looks bad, when do you pull him? And I had some redneck jumped on here two cars later. Oh, you talking about who's he talking about pulling Joe for Nico? Get the fuck out of here. Pull him now. I, well, I, I hate the fact that we're going to wait until we lose a game because of him. Yeah. That's what drives me insane. Like, there is no better time to make a change than when you're five and one. Yeah. Well, no, I, I disagree. The, the time was whenever he lost to Florida. The, the, the best time was at halftime. The for best sure, time was sure, at halftime against like, Florida. These people, these people that are like, we're five and one, why don't you make a change? Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Things are going great. So make a change. Well, see if you can get even, even better. Well, here, here's what I'll ask. Here's what I'll ask. And maybe it's a rhetorical question. Maybe I don't really want an answer. But at the end of the day, if this season ends with us going nine and three, what percentage of the fan base is going to be happy? A lot. 80? 75%? Because they're, they're lemmings. They're well, lemmings. Sure, sure. Not everyone's as smart as us, Seth. I understand that. But like 75% of the fan base is going to be happy at nine and three. And that's still very, very much in play. And you know, and the sad thing is, with the way this team is playing this year, with the offensive line and running backs and defense, if Joe Milton, if you can ring two hundred and fifty yards out of him on Saturday, running, throwing, you can win this game. It's, it, we're not asking this some bitch to be Superman. We just, just, per, just not be an idiot out there. That's all. That's all this team needs. I need you to make five plays a game, three a half. We can win the game. But that's that's asking a fucking lot, so it is what it is. Whatever. Score prediction on the way uh, out, we're BMB. Your ass. I said it last two weeks. I was laughed at. 35-17. <laughs> it's a route. It's a route. Then what the fuck are you? Then what are you uh, mad about? I would, I would go to prison for Blue Moon Ball. I would go to prison. What for are you mad ball. about? You just yelled about a quarterback that's about to win 35-17. to 17. You're out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Sloth. My friend, welcome in. How are you? I'm great, John. How are you, buddy? Doing good. Sitting here on my Adirondack chair. A little sauce in my drink. Enjoying this beautiful weather. Ready to talk some balls. Well, how you feeling? How are you feeling about the boys, and how are you feeling in general? Well, John, I don't really know who to talk to this about, so I guess it's, uh, it's you and the gang. But the, the, the manhood corner this season, it, it quickly became Sloth's manhood center. I spent all weekend last weekend building bunk beds for all the dudes that I got in it. Okay. I mean... Joe Milton has has lived here in the Manhood Center for so long the the fire uh, the smoke detectors are beeping. But hold on, hold on, because I feel like 
everyone else that you have put in there has successfully made it out. You have this spaces and slops manhood corner has motivated Tim Banks. It has motivated Kamal Haddon. You know, everyone who ends up in there, except Joe Milton and Jimbo Fisher, they, they have made it out successfully. Listen, we have some success stories that we can hang our hats on. Yes. We have rehabilitated some people, Slot. That's something to celebrate. Jamal with a K, Tim Banks, eventually looked down and realized he had, he did indeed have a log chain that, that he could play with. <laughs> The def- the defensive line that I believe I believe Seth sent him here for a couple of weeks ago. Seth they referred him. The they answered the call. They answered the call. Tyler Barron. Tyler Barron. Tyler Barron. Rehabilitated. Pier- defensive line rehabilitated. James Pierce rehabilitated. He may he Stan. may he may be the biggest man in the country. He might be. But I tell you what, John, I mean, Joe Milton, that wood chipper, he keeps on a leash. It's chewing the arms of the couch off. I don't know what to do around here. Well, here's what I'll say, Sloth. I said it on the radio. I said it on the podcast. Talk sports 12 to 3 every day. Fox Sports Knoxville. Reads rant. New episodes drop on Tuesday evenings usually. Sometimes we skip that around. We move it around. But what I said was no matter how shitty it's been, you still have a chance to be a legend on Saturday night if you are Joe Milton. All it takes, all it takes is one game. Beat Alabama, play you don't even have to play good, just beat them. And you will be stamped in Knoxville for a long, long time. I'm, they will call you the man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, John, there's not a lot of things that you gotta do that will get you rehabilitated and out of this halfway house that we call the manhood corner faster than beating the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I have I have a submission this week, gentlemen. It's uh, it's okay. a t- it's a tough one. It's a tough one for me to do, but um, I- I've got to put myself in the manhood corner for this weekend. Yourself, yeah. Be- because you're not because you're not going to the game. You're not joining Seth and I down in Tuscaloosa. Not only am I not going to the game, but I'm working during the game, John. It no. Pains. What did you volunteer? Did you volunteer to work, or you just make? I money? did. I yeah, did, John. I'm a I'm a little pussy ass bitch. I volunteered to work. <laughs> Saturday pay is probably pretty good. It's um, real good, John. It's real good. But yeah, I, I'm you gonna have to. Then I, do what you I've gotta, gotta do. I've gotta, gotta tuck do my dick in between my legs and go into work on Saturday evening while the balls are playing football. Look, baby, baby sloth's not gonna be able to afford all those John Morant shoes unless you go to work on Saturday. So I get it. The, the NBA is about to start back up, and you, you got some NBA shoes to buy. So I get John, it. my wife is an Alabama grad, and if I come home after working during the game, and Alabama has broke one off on my Tennessee Volunteers in Tuscaloosa, she's gonna be wearing the the, the elephant strap on, waiting for me. She's gonna make you stare at it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> She's going to make you stare at it. We have come full circle. She's going to make me eat it with a spoon, John. I'm scared to death, brother. I'm scared to death. Well, the good news is Josh Heifel's teams always play really well on the road, and Joe Milton is cool, calm, and collected and knows what he's doing on the road. So you got nothing to fear. Nothing to fear, brother Slop. Well, Joe, Joe called top bunk. I'm bottom bunk. <laughs> 
I, I got no, I got nothing left with my brothers, but I swear to God, if the Tennessee Volunteers roll into Tuscaloosa, I'll buy a Bazooka Joe custom orange number seven jersey, and I'm going to wear nothing but that when I take it to my Bama grad wife on Saturday night. Balls roll 24-13. I'll go. You know, I'm going to join that. Not, not what you're talking about, but if Joe Milton breaks it off in Alabama – I will buy five pairs, five pairs of the Tennessee Hate Dudes, and we will give them away next week on the podcast <laughs> and on the spaces. We will give away five pairs of Hate Dudes if Joe Milton beats Nick Saban. You're always welcome to join in, John. Have a good night. Have a good night, brother. Well, let's grab Toy. Toy's been waiting. Toy's a patron. Toy's been waiting. All right, Toy, bottom left. Unmute your mic. Let's do it. By the way, LC, I know you've been requested for a while. I uh, checked your profile. You don't even follow me on Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, you'll get to talk in my spaces. No, no offense, but uh, Toy, you're up. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I yes. re-downloaded this cesspool of an app just so I can participate in spaces because that's how much I love listening to this every week. Thank you, Jonathan. We love you. All right. I'm going to try to be positive. There's no use like the Joe Milton. We all know who he is. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I'm going to be positive and give you two reasons to be excited for Saturday. And then uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Two reasons. So, John, on your uh, show, Talk Sports from 12 to 3, um, you said that like uh, Joe has a chance to be a legend. And you also pointed out that Casey Clawson um, is known as a legend at Tennessee. And do you know why the reason he is a legend at Tennessee because um, he won road games. They call him the Road Warrior, the Iceman. It wasn't like his – go back and look at his stats. A lot of Casey Clawson wins. He put up Joe Milton stats, but no one gives a damn. That, a, because the era was different. I get that. But B, because he won games. No, that's my point, John, is he had – he was known as the Iceman. I don't Ice know Man what your damn point is, Toy. I'm reiterating it. He had an elite running back. That was my point, is the reason he won in the Swamp in 01. I've watched that game. Casey Clawson was very mediocre, like – I think he even threw a pick. The reason he won in the swamp was because Travis Stevens was him. Travis Stevens is a dog. And guess what? We have the best running back in the SEC. Joe Milton has a chance to be a legend on Saturday just by handing off the football and letting Jalen Wright run through Alabama. Like, Jalen Wright is capable of being, having a good game. And the second reason is that James Pierce is on the defensive end, on the defensive line. And, like, Von Miller, like, Peyton Manning was terrible in his final year. Like, he could barely throw the football. Okay. Years. Okay. Von, okay, I like where you're headed Von here. Von Miller, like, the Broncos to get to the Super Bowl beat Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, and then Cam Newton the year he won the MVP. They, they didn't mm -hmm. win it because of Peyton Manning. Like, he's the one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but he was terrible that year. They won it because Von Miller made those QBs lives to hell. If Von Miller – can carry that Denver Broncos team to a Super Bowl, James Pierce can walk into Tuscaloosa and help our boys get a win. Like Joe Milton, that's the thing about what people don't realize is Joe Milton doesn't have to be great. He doesn't even have to be good on Saturday. He just has to hand off. Jalen Wright has a chance to have a big game, become a legend. Um, you know, Toy. You know, Toy. They don't call him Jalen Wrong. Exactly. I don't really have anything else to say. I just wanted to. I just wanted to call. Uh, uh, you brought it. No, you. You, you yeah, brought nothing, it. Was, nothing more needs to be said. You, you brought it. That was a great. That was a great call. All right. Love you guys. And they don't call him Jalen Ron I for love nothing. You very much, Jonathan. I love you very much. Go listen to Talk Sports from twelve to three. What a guy. Thank you, Toy.
Don't forget, patreon.com slash Reese Ranch. Our friend Bob, our friend Bob, one of our best boys. One of our best baby boys. Hello, Bob. Hello, John. Hello, Seth. How you boys doing this evening? I'm doing good. I'm watching the WNBA Finals, enjoying some vodka Sprite Zero, and talking to some of my best friends. That sounds like a wonderful evening, John. How are you doing, Seth? I'm doing great, buddy. It's good to hear your voice as usual. It's always good to hear your voice. It was good testing back and forth with you this weekend during the A and M game. It was uh, it was it, it was it was therapeutic for me personally. To, it was. I was about to say it was a little therapy session. to 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 process what we saw on Saturday. And uh, I don't know if you remember my call last week where I called in and uh, predicted just that you yelled at us. I did yell at you, and I turned out to be. You yelled at us, but you also predicted twenty-one to thirteen. I was one point off. I was literally one, <laughs> was point, one point off. off. It was disgusting, just like I thought it would be. It was a it was a Rick Barnes basketball game in football form, <laughs> and you know I thought about calling in and and being a negaball on the call tonight because, I mean. If Joe Milton has that same game he has against A&M in Brian Denny Stadium, we have no chance in hell. And John, I want you to like I want you to like picture the the Vince McMahon theme song in the back of your head because no chance in hell if Joe Milton trots out there on Saturday and drops the kind of stinker he did against A&M. That said, he's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. He's going to play the most bang average game you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and and the boys are just are just going to get it done. They're going to get it done. They have to get it done. Um, there's no other choice in the matter. And, I mean, Joe Milton, the thing about Joe Milton is he's kind of a Greek myth, and it remains to be seen if it's going to be a Greek tragedy or a Greek hero story. Um, it's almost like, he has been on his odyssey. He has been on his odyssey leading up to this moment. Listen, when Joe Milton was a child, he he prayed to God. He prayed to the gods. He prayed to the football gods. He prayed to Allah or the Jewish God, whatever you want. Um, he prayed for the arm of God, and he was granted this. Unfortunately, Joe Milton's mortal mind could not handle that power. So Joe Milton has asked for strength. In exchange, God gave Joe Milton challenges. And we've been living through the challenges the past couple weeks. And these challenges are either going to make Joe Milton stronger. And you'll see this on Sunday in Tuscaloosa. Well, Joe Milton, the light turns on. And he's hitting laser rocket bombs like he's the Israeli Iron Dome. <laughs> he could also be a Palestinian rocket getting intercepted by a uh, Israeli Iron Dome missile. It remains to be seen. Um, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were about to say something like about that hospital there for a second. No, 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 no. We're trying to keep it PG thirteen on the uh, on the Reeds Rants Discord twi- Twitter Spaces. Um, but I don't know. I have a good feeling. Um, I mean, James Pierce, what can you say? He's the most talented defensive player we've had since who? I mean, I mean, Derek Barnett had a lot of stats, but just just the he's, eye, he's test, the eye test, James Pierce is a, a top 10 NFL draft pick. 
and someone and someone who looks like he's going to wreck shop in the NFL. He looks he looks pretty much unstoppable. There's that one Twitter top ten pick in 2025. There's that one Lock Twitter user I can't remember his name. I want to give him a shout out. He does a good service every week. He he cuts up the uh, the James Pierce highlights, circles him before every snap, and just shows you. And even the snaps where he's not getting a sack, he's affecting the play. He's putting the linemen on skates. He's got them in absolute hell. Every he's guarding play. wide receivers in space. Don't forget that he's covering wide receivers in space. Like I don't even know of a comparison to this. I wanted to call him Micah Parsons in orange, maybe, but I don't know. I may be a, I may be a shield casual to be able to see that, but um, he's playing at an insane level. Um, our other our other defensive lineman Tyler Barron, the lightest turned on there. Um, he's a good Robin to James Pierce's Batman. He's a uh, you remember Corey Vereen? He's like Corey Vereen. Yeah. yeah, I remember Corey Vereen. Like, he was he was he was he was Robin to Derek Barnett's Batman. Yeah, he's like a he's like an actually effective version of Corey Vereen. Um, and I say that as like all due compliment. And uh, and I got a hand in the secondary. A lot of our whipping boys. Uh, we've discussed Kamal Haddon and ad nauseum. Bullying works. Booing works. Um, you know, whatever it takes a young man to motivate himself, he's been motivated, and um, you know he's really turned it around. Jalen McCullough, the same thing. Um, he'll never be a great player, but I don't consider him a, a horrible liability anymore. We we remember fondly Jordan McRae and Jarnell Stokes, and we had to kind of boo them a little bit to get them to make the Sweet Sixteen. So. It, it does work sometimes. Sometimes we as fans can get this done. Listen, we can we can motivate the boys to be great. Pressure makes diamonds. Pressure makes diamonds. But sometimes it crushes people. And uh, if it does, that's a shame. But we love our diamonds and we celebrate our big orange diamonds, don't we, folks? All right. So we got nobody on Fraud Watch this week? <sighs> Not this week. I mean, I mean – we could amend the fraud watch definitely for next week. I don't want to bring too many negative vibes into this call here. Okay. We I love it. Need... All right, let's get, let's get your uh, score prediction. Then you were, you were one point off last week. You're the best picker here on the show. What do you got? It's going to be so disgusting. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be, I can't wait. I can't wait. You're going to be, you're going to be wanting to take, you're going to be at the game. You won't be able to, you won't have the option to take a nap. Uh, many, many of you at home will uh, consider the option of a Saturday afternoon nap, but uh, I'm going 17 to nine Vols. Listen, if we're gonna, brother Bob, I love you. We're gonna have to win games like Jim Tressel this season. Uh, we're gonna have to win games like Jim Tressel this season. It is what it is. Bob texted me. He texted me during the game. He said if Rick Barnes can win thirty games playing the way he does, we can win ten playing this Listen, way. Listen, we are simply the New York Jets. We are simply the New York Jets. Logie said that in the Discord, and I've been thinking about it. Joe Milton is our Zach Wilson. We are the New York Jets. We're going to have to win and spire a quarterback, but damn it, they could do it. We can't too. If Rick Barnes can get to the Sweet 16, we won't talk about what happens in the Sweet 16. Playing the way that he does, you know, we can manage We can manage nine or ten games um, playing slot ball. But I love you, boys. Have a good night. 17 to nine would be so good. I love you so much, Bob. See you, Bob. 17 to nine. Let's get one of our next best boys, Zach. Let's get him on here. Zach joins us 
over and up in Alaska. We support our troops here. What's, What's up, going Zach? on, boys? How are What's you? Up, hey, I, I can't. Brother Bob's hard to follow, but I'm gonna do my best. Uh, well, if you want me to go somebody else and come back to you, I will. Just let no, me know. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna shoot the shot. So, seventeen to nine is pretty funny. I I wasn't really thinking anything much differently because. It is funny to hear all the comp- all the comparisons of if we could have this guy, we'd be an eleven win team, or we'd have this guy, we'd be this. But we have Joe Milton, unfortunately, and that's just a shame. Uh, I guess my main thought for this week is uh, kind of the same thing I said on voluntary reaction. It just it bothers me. It's really good that we're on the end of these games where we win the the dog fights, so to speak, the 20 to 13s or hell, maybe the 17 to nines. I don't know. It sucks ass, but it's a win, I guess. Um, but I guess I don't want to get to the, uh, we're going to get to the point in the schedule, whether hopefully it's not Kentucky, hopefully it's not Missouri, probably more than likely Georgia where Joe Milton continues to play a C minus game and how, mad are we going to be when his C-minus game loses us a game that's very winnable? Extremely. Exactly. Because it's coming. It's, it's going to happen real soon. Because you have a good defense, finally. I think it's probably the best, best defense Heifel's ever had, easily. Um, and it's going to be, hopefully it's not this week, Hopefully, hopefully to God, it's not Kentucky or Missouri, but uh, it's coming. How you feeling about the game? So you think you think it's going to be ugly? I think we all agree it's going to be ugly. It seems like we are going to have to just win ugly games. So far, we have kind of embraced that. It feels like. But uh, what do you think about it? Uh, I think Brother Bob is pretty uh, on point. I'm not going to say 17 to nine, but. You think we win a close, low-scoring game? Yeah, I would say like a 27, maybe 21, something like that. I think they'll score some touchdowns. All all Miller can seem to do is throw a deep ball and, you know, you get one of our defensive backs on island and they don't ever turn and look at the ball and somebody's in the end zone. But it also seems like Alabama's receivers make the stupidest, ungodliest catches, and that's all they can do. Yeah, see, my thing is – You know, much like I talked about with Joe Milton and, you know, how none of these games before now matter on Saturday. You know, if he plays a good game, that will be the new narrative. I feel the same thing happened against Texas A&M for Alabama and Jermaine Burton. He he had been terrible this year. He had like 10 catches for the whole year. And then all of a sudden he rolled out with like 175 yards and and two touchdowns. Yep. And now all of a sudden he's a threat that you have to worry about. Like that's that's the type of thing Joe Milton can do. But Jalen Milrow's good at throwing the deep ball, man. Like, if we can keep them from scoring a deep touchdown, I really don't think they can put consistent drives together. It's just every game, he, uh, Milrow pretty much hits a 50-yard bomb. We just can't let that 50-yard bomb be touchdowns. Is he still hurt? He hasn't ran this year, really, all year. So, like, I, he has to be at least a little banged up because otherwise it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. That's what I was curious to know if he had like a hamstring or some kind of shit. Well, that, that was the rumor. That was a rumor down yeah. in Tuscaloosa. I don't know if it's ever been confirmed or whatever, but like he hasn't really ran much of this year. And, you know, this offense needs him to run. I mean, he's got 
he had 69 yards against Mississippi State, so I guess he did run against them. But outside of that, 48 against MTSU, 44 against Texas, then you have 28 against Mississippi, 69 against Mississippi State, and then that's when the injury rumors came up, and he's had negative 31 yards and negative 19 yards against well, A&M and Arkansas. Of course, sacks matter, and state, Alabama's got a big game, streak right now of giving up. Say it again. Sorry. In the state game, I think he just ripped a long one for like 70 yards, and that accounted for damn near all of it. Okay, then, yeah, maybe. He had two touchdowns in 11. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch the Mississippi State game. But I do know that he has been sacked four times or more in five straight games. Well, that's, the long, that's tied for the longest streak by a Division One quarterback in the last 20 seasons. I so, like, they, they can't times. protect him. Six times Saturday. Let's do it. But, yeah, right, Bobby, defense, you got to, sorry, Zach, you got anything else for me? Nope. Defense is going to go win the ball game. Joe Milton. Okay. Fuck eight, so. All right. Well, <laughs> Zach, we got a lot of people thinking we're going to win. A lot of people are thinking we're going to win, which I'm happy for. Let's get Krebs. Krebs is ready to make this triumphant return. Garrick, stay put. You'll be up next. What's up, Krebs? Hello, Krebs. What's shaking, boys? <laughs> the Aces just had a big comeback in the third quarter. Oh they outscored the Liberty by 10, and they are up one heading in. They're trying to win a, a championship. Whoever said, oh, my goodness, can go to hell because I support Ball for Life and one of our top four alum of the last 30 years, Candace Park. That was your, that was your co-host. Don't, well, that was your she's co -host. hurt. Don't look at me. I didn't look at anybody. I didn't know who it was, but she's hurt right now, Seth, but she's on the team, so she gets the championship. She gets the championship, and she'll be happy, she, and I want Candace really? to be happy. Yeah, she's she's mentoring the girls. That's like Hulse, she's coaching that's them like up. Whole squad's wife get catching a charge because she got beat up. I don't think the two are related. <laughs> I don't think you should talk about Queen Candace in the same breath as domestic violence. Okay. I mean, they're two thin ice crabs. You're on thin ice, crabs. You're you're on thin ice, buddy. Oh, you're on thin ice. Hey. Uh, when you talk of Candace Parker, when you talk about Candace Parker, there are only two Lady Vols I'll let you could talk about and compare her with. That's Pat Summit and Carol Lawson. Okay, Carol, everyone else, you just you just keep it to yourself. Carol Lawson is definitely Carol Lawson's definitely up there. Here's a, here's a deep cut for you. Shannon Zolman, love her. Okay, but Carol Lawson and Candace Parker, those are my two. Yeah, Lady they Vols. be. They, and of course, Pat they'd, Summit. Be, they'd be mine as oh, well. They'd be mine as well. Catchings and Shamika Holtzclaw. No, I do love Shamika catches. Well, no, Shamika, Shamika's canceled. She had the gun thing. Uh, she's canceled. She's yeah, canceled. it's like some. But apologies. It's like some hope. Apologies it's to like Shamika. I'll be honest. Shamika was a little. Bit, <laughs> Tamika was a little bit before my time, Seth. But you're right. Shamika deserves to be. She's on the Mount Rushmore of Lady Balls. I'm sorry. Her, Kara Lawson, Candace Parker, and Pat Summit. Anyways, Krebs, talk about Alabama. Oh, my gosh. I, I thought you never asked. Well, no offense to uh, Brother Zach, you know, support our troops and everything, but if he thinks we're scoring 27 points, clearly the military isn't drug testing anymore. <laughs> and I'll take whatever the hell he's having. Yeah. <laughs> 
And no, I did not come on here. I did not come on here to be a mega ball or anything like that. And another thing, when when I joined in, Brother Bob was speaking. There was a lot of God talk there. It reminded me of my 13 years of Catholic schooling. And I'll tell you what, he's right. We're going to need all the help from all the gods that we can get this weekend. But, um, you know, last weekend kind of told the story for me. Um, I was actually back in Knoxville. I was at my uh, my my late grandmother's funeral, and and don't say you're sorry. It's completely fine. She lived a great life, 89 years old. Uh, we had the we had a mass in the morning for her, the funeral service, and then we proceeded to honor her by. I mean, no joke. I think two three hundred beers were consumed that weekend. It was it, well. Just for the record, I was not going to offer my condolences or say you're, say I'm sorry. So let's move on. I don't want to hear about your grandmother. Okay. Well, fuck you, John. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, you know, know, it was a solemn day of me screaming at the TV over and over again in front of family I haven't seen in 30 years. You know, F this, F that. The refs, I was threatening their lives. I mean, it was a whole ordeal. And I think that's going to be the story this weekend. You guys talked about it on the pod. I just listened today. Uh, But you guys talked about it on the pod. Like, he had 100 yards passing in this offense. In this offense, of all things. And we think we're going to march into Tuscaloosa and have the ability to, you know, put put a game plan together. Let's pray to God Josh is finally going to open that playbook we've, we've all been waiting on for seven fucking weeks here. It's the secret Alabama yeah. playbook. It is hard to fathom 100 yards. It's truly hard to fathom. I mean, a high school, a high school running the wing tee, you might get close to 100 yards passing in the wing tee. You really might. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I've only been to Tuscaloosa once. I wish you guys luck. Um, I stayed up. I, I, I'll never forget that. It was in college. It was my, I think, junior year. Maybe senior year. I can't remember. I stayed up all night in line for it. I was like first or second in line with my group of friends, and they gave us the wrong tickets. They gave us the upper deck first row tickets uh, instead of the lower deck first uh, deck tickets. Yeah, just uh, just another just another bullshit thing against that. Uh, you know, Vol Sports or whatever the hell they were called. Big orange screw. Am I right? Screw. You got it right. Uh, you want you want Aces you want me to six, go in? You, Aces are up seven right now. The Liberty have missed thirteen of their last fifteen. Oh my god! Sounds like a riveting game of high school girls basketball. Um, but yeah, other than that, I really didn't have much to say. Sorry, I've been uh, MIA. You know, the last couple weeks here. I hope you two have been well. I've missed you guys. Um, score prediction on my way out. I'm gonna say uh, fifteen to nine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Alabama, I take that back. That's too close to that was too close to Bob's prediction. Fifteen to twelve. And, and the twelve is gonna come from four field goals. That's gonna be it from 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 Alabama. They're gonna score four field goals against us and so, oh, we're gonna win. So, we're gonna win Yeah, somehow we're gonna win fifteen to twelve. And if not, um you might not hear from me on the next uh on the next <laughs> Twitter spaces, but I hope you guys have a beautiful night. It was lovely hearing your voices again, and uh, go, go Big Orange, boys! I love you, buddy. I love you. Love you guys. Krabs, you know I love you so much. You've been listening to me since I was on Four Quarters Radio back in 2015. You will always have a special part in my heart. I, I hope you know that. Garrick, I told you you're up next. You're up next. What's up, Garrick? Good evening, my brothers. How are we doing this fine evening? 
Doing good. How are I'm you? I'm doing swell. Can't complain. The Irish are on a bye week. Big win against Southern Cal last week. Just great vibes up here in God's country in Michiana, South Bend, Indiana. How's that haircut looking? Well, that was an old haircut. That was an old haircut. Was an old haircut. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm looking uh, good per usual now. Well, yeah, good. thank you. Thank you. Um, what is the ideal stat line for Joe Milton in order for us to win this ballgame? Last minute cramp, pulled hamstring before the game, <laughs> not able to go. The defense pulled a hamstring in pregame warm up. I, I just I can't convince myself that the defense can win us this ball game. I'm not saying that we need an out of the world performance from Joe Milton, but I think that we need at least two twenty yards from him. Uh that's out of this world for Joe well, Milton, Eric. Yeah. That's like he's 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 out of the troposphere, like he's 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 on his way to the moon. That's like two twenty five seems just unfathomable. I mean, I, I mean, is there if he throw? I, I would I would lock in. I would deal or no deal. Call the banker, hit the button. If you told me he threw for two hundred twenty five yards, I would take it. With the understanding that he threw for like two fifty against Florida, with like two hundred of it in the second half, aka garbage time. But yeah, sign me up right now for two twenty five, Gary. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think I'd take it, and and but like Seth said, that's a that's just Joe Milton playing out of his out of his mind, you know. I, I but I just can't convince myself that we win this game with anything other than a Joe Milton masterclass. I don't think. I mean, when's the last time that a, a shitty quarterback went and won at Bright Denny Stadium? When he lost to Louisiana Monroe his first year, okay. Or who, he lost. He lost to State his first year. I don't know if that was in Tuscaloosa or Starkville. I mean, what were Quinn Ewers' final stats on you know their game this year in Week Two? Because I know he made some big throws, but I just didn't feel like he played like an overall great game. That's that might be the answer because of course Manziel lit him up, Bo Wallace. Beat him at Ole Miss. Well, um, Quinn Ewers went 24 for 38 with 349 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, okay. Well, that's much better than I remember. Yeah, I, I know he obviously hit a couple of deep balls. A but drop yeah. touchdown, too. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I just remember thinking that Texas was going to blow that game and that they should have been up more. And uh, I guess I equated that to him not playing well. But never mind. I mean, do I mean, I know we have – we can run the ball. I think that we can run the ball really well. But if, if they start stacking a box against us, like, I just don't see us being able to rattle off five, six yards of carry. Like, we have to have quarterback play. I can't convince myself that we can just go down there and put them in the fucking grinder and win this game. We have to have decent at best quarterback play. And nothing, nothing in the past however long that Joe Milton's been at the helm convinces me that that can happen. Do you feel that way just about Tuscaloosa, or do you feel that way about Alabama in general? I mean, I think it's both. I mean, I think we're running. I think we're running on them. I, I mean, well, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, really about the quarterback play because I truly, I truly felt like Texas A&M should have beaten Alabama two weeks ago. I should have. I thought Jimbo was a pussy and and didn't go for fourth downs. He should have gone for. You know, they, they kicked the a field goal whenever they should have gone for a touchdown. They get the field goal blocked. They, they punt on fourth and two, fourth and one from Saban their 45. Admitted, Saban admitted he got lucky. Saban, like, 
Saban was smirking as he yeah. walked off the field, kissing, kissing on Terry. He knew they should have lost. But my question, Seth, I mean, if you're saying that that just is like, you know, because it's on the road, that's one thing. But, like, Max Johnson was 14 of 25. That's 56%. 239 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and got sacked five times. And I feel like they could have easily, easily won that game this year against Alabama. But I don't think that our no. quarterback can put up the 14 for whatever in 250 yards. <laughs> I don't. Well, if, if you're going to tell me he can't go 14 for 25, I won't really argue. But, yeah, like I, to me, that's not a great stat line. That That's a C-minus no. stat line. And I think there's a way that Joe could do that. Now, 14 completions for 239 yards means you hit some long ones, of course. But, you know, I thought Max Johnson was very, very mid against Alabama. But I still felt like Alabama – should have lost to Texas a and I think our offensive line. The one interception, if Max Johnson wouldn't have thrown the one interception in the third quarter when they were up 17 to 10, I do think they coasted that game or at least win comfortably or win without too much stress, but instead of threw the back-breaking interception. That's why they lost the game. So, like, if you tell me Joe's just average or even below average but doesn't turn the ball over, then maybe I say you can win this game. I think our offensive line can do a better job of keeping the quarterback up than A&M's could. Which that is that's yeah, a perfect, you know, A&M, I guess. A&M's offensive line sucks. A&M's offensive line sucks, and so does Alabama's offensive I, line. Like I do think we have an advantage there at creating pressure. The most the most frustrating part going into this week for me is that this is the most beatable Alabama team, in you know I, I would say since you over fifty yeah, years. I mean my not my lifetime, but I mean. Since UL Monroe beat them, it's got to be the most beatable Alabama team, and we just have a absolute nonce at quarterback. Well, Garrett, Nick Saban's been there how many years, Seth? Since 07. So was it, was it 16 years, 17 years? 17, I believe. Where would you rank out of the 17 teams that Nick Saban's had? Where would you rank this defense? I mean, I know obviously it's not going to be a perfect answer, but just, just off the top of your head, Garrett, get your answer ready. Because, like, I feel like 12th, just off the top of my head, is a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I would like to see the year that they lost nine, the year that they lost three games, they lost that South Carolina. I don't know. I can't remember how good that defense was or not. Probably, Me neither. It, it might be close to that one. That was, like, 2010. But I'm just so, saying, like, this is probably the 12th best defense Alabama's had, somewhere around there. Bottom half for sure, because he's had some really, really good defenses. The fact that we're going up against a bottom half Alabama defense that isn't special and that our team total over-under is 19-and-a-half, just absolutely makes me sick. Just absolutely makes me sick. We're supposed to have an offensive genius as a head coach. He's got a quarterback that's been in the system for three years, and we're projected to score fewer than 20 points in the game this year. Fewer than 20. In today's college football, that's, that's to me, inexcusable. To me, that's sickening, and it's also like pretty damning for what they think about our that's team. That's Iowa shit. That's Iowa shit. Yeah, that's how bad he is. I mean, yeah. I, I would say yeah. they're a middle. I mean, do, is this year's Notre Dame against Ohio State shit? Maybe. Gross. Yeah. Is is this defense Alabama has better than last year's defense? I don't think they have the star power like they did last year, but uh, I will say, line, yeah, I was going to say the defensive line has been better without the star power, but the secondary seems pretty bad. And we can't wait. We don't have anybody to take fucking advantage of it. We don't. And our number one wide receiver is hurt on top of that. He's in a, he's our, in a walking boot. 
Well, our number one receiver doesn't get the ball enough in Squirrel White. I, I think he's our best receiver. Our, yeah. you know, stud transfer is supposed to have is who knows what the fuck he's doing. He ain't on the fucking field. No, we got sold. We got sold a bill of rights with the uh, Dante Thornton hype. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I will predict that we win this game just to predict that we win this game. But I'm, it, it is. I really have to do some hard thinking and really some convincing for us to. I just don't think we can. Like it's Alabama at Bryant Denny Stadium. Do we really think that this that we can grind out a win down there? It's, it shouldn't be that. That's probably the most frustrating part. We should be slinging this goddamn football all across the field, letting it fly. And now we're talking about oh, let's run the ball up the gut, let's grind it out. It's just it's so goddamn frustrating. Garrick, if we had a quarterback. We would be talking about how they cannot score enough points. To We'd be talking about winning by two touchdowns or more. Yeah, we would be talking about how they didn't have an offense that could score enough points to keep up with us because we're going to score 35 and they're going to max out it in, in like the, the mid-20s. That's what we'd be talking about. Instead, we're hoping we can grind out a Mike Vrabel slash Robert Sala slash Iowa football type of win. And you were – and you know what? I will say, like, there's a part of me that thinks, okay, that's maybe not a terrible thing for Josh Heifel if he shows that he can win games in multiple ways and it doesn't have to be 50 points to win. But the thing is, you got to win. And so far, we haven't beaten anybody that makes me, like, proud so far this year. I haven't been proud of any of our performances. But if you win ugly, if you win three to nothing against Alabama, you know, that's something you beat your chest over. That's something you tear Knoxville down for. So, like, if Josh Heifel can win a game that isn't in the 40s against Alabama, that would be a huge, huge statement for him. I'm not willing to go as far as some of our callers have and say that we're going to do that. But if he does it, that's an ultimately a positive as far as I'm concerned. If we grind out a win down there, we're looking for another defensive coordinator at the, at the beginning of next year because Tim Banks will be the head coach somewhere. That's probably accurate. That's probably accurate, Gary. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Anything else on the way um, out? Um... I think we win 18 to 11. <laughs> now it's just because who can make up the most ridiculous score. I'm waiting for the uh, the, the two to nothing. I'm going to go ahead and get out on the ring. I think Tennessee wins two to nothing. Garrick, I love you. Who do your Irish have this week? Uh, it's a bye week up here. Uh, we're going to be enjoying nice. some nice. I'm glad, you can, I'm glad you can give Tennessee some yeah, focus. We're enjoying Saturday, some nice maybe. Notre Dame hockey this weekend. Um Oh, never mind. I guess you got to watch Notre Dame hockey instead of the ball. Uh, they're on, they're playing at six. I'll be able to watch a game. It'll be a late arrival for me. See yeah, you, love brother. you, boys. Bye. I love you too, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, Davey's a patron. Davey's been up next. Well, hold on. Is this the same Davey? I don't think this is the same Davey. This Davey doesn't follow me on Twitter. If it's the same Davey from the Discord, Davey, let me know. If not, you're not up. Uh, Preston, you're up because you're a patron, and you got your brother who's a patron, and he got us started. So you're up next. What up, Preston? Bottom left, unmute. Hey, John and Seth. Hope y'all are doing all right tonight. Likewise. Um, I don't. I don't know what to think about Saturday. I think you can either go in there and win a sloppy game like we have all year, or you can go in there and get your ass kicked. Um, it's a shot in the dark, but as my brother Connor, uh, who redneckishly said the other, as the first caller, we will be in attendance. Um, first time heading down there, but the only thing is, is why in the world are we still playing? I mean, I know why we are because Josh won't ever want to pull him, but why are why 
doesn't Josh want to pull Joe? Why didn't he pull him for the bye week? Um, I mean, can he not? Is he just too loyal to his guys, or is he? Does he not see the writing on the wall here? Seth, is it loyalty, or does Josh Heupel actually think this is their best option to win? Because if he, if it, if it's loyalty, maybe I'll give it more of a pass than him thinking it's our best chance to win. Because to me, that means we've wasted ten months of Nico, the number one recruit in the country, at quarterback. I don't know what he. It's it's mystifying. He he cannot think it's our best chance to win. There's zero shot. Like like everything Joe. It's like there's a week where Joe does something good. I mean, inverted commas around good, right? Like he does something good. The next week he doesn't do that thing good. I don't even know how you call plays for him because he nothing tracks. There's no way he gives you his best chance to win. The only way that I see you use that like Joe can succeed on Saturday is to use him as a running back. Just run the triple option. <laughs> he doesn't run enough. I mean, you got to make him run. Just make him run. Call runs. Call designed runs. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything great, I don't think. I mean, you got the best back in the SEC. Well, buddy, 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 back up, back up, back up. He doesn't have to do anything great. He has to be fine. Yeah, All right. I agree. All right. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nine of 14, 145 yards, and a touchdown, no interceptions. Are you locking that in? Nine of fourteen. If your defense, if your defense plays no, like they, no, 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 you don't. Lock that in because if we only throw fourteen passes, you don't get uh, to know what we do. Nine of fourteen, yeah, I, I, nine of fourteen, one hundred forty-five yards and touchdown and no interceptions. Good chance we're just we're just slamming it down their throats on the run. Yeah. Game so you both. I don't know if in. you win, but I think it's close there. I mean, so you both lock it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah sorry yeah. for you. He had three fumbles. You forgot to ask about fumbles. <laughs> Well, well, I think I think we go in there sacked, and just to, got sacked seven times and fumbled three times. Sorry, <laughs> forgot to ask. Just to keep up with the horrible scores, I'll go 2009. But Mount Cody's not there. 13 to 12, Tennessee. Thank y'all. Thank you, buddy. Love you, brother. Hope to see you uh, this weekend. Hit hit us up. All right, Will let's do. see. Dave, Davey said he was Davey from the Discord, so he goes at the front of the line. What up, Davey? Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch if you're tired of getting skipped as a caller. But otherwise, I love you all. Davey, you're up next. Bottom left, unmute. Bottom left, unmute. Bottom left, unmute. Oh, my God, Davey. There you go. Let's go. Hello, Davey. You are about to join Dash among the callers who could not talk whenever they were called upon. That's not anywhere you want to be. Can we put Brizzy on? Yeah. Yep, Brizzy's up next. I don't know what happened to Davey. Davey, you're muted. Brizzy, you're up next. Mark, Steve, hold on. I'll get to you next. What's Good up, evening, Brizzy? boys. How are we doing today? <clears throat> I'm doing better now. Hey, Davey, I muted your mic until Brizzy's done. You lost your turn. All right, go ahead, Brizzy. Hey, fellas. You know, um, I've been listening all night. You know, uh, I know, John, how you like that from your callers. So, first of all, I just want to say Thank you. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I just, I just want to get that off the bat because I, I'm going to come on. I'm going to come at this completely differently than how everybody's been tonight. So, so I, I really believe in this defense, and I really believe Alabama's offensive line is, is pretty much trash. I think we're going to see pretty much the mauling that we've seen all year, and I think we're going to get three turnovers is what we're going to see. We're going to get – two turnovers that's going to be on our side of the field when we get them. So, therefore, we're going to run down their throat. And I think we're going to get 17 points off those three turnovers. What do you think about that? 
I'm fired up. So I'm actually pretty fired up. I'm, I ain't gonna lie. So you can't even keep a straight face. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm serious. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm no. serious. So, so no, come back. What is one thing that happens every game in a Josh Apple game? Say, Seth, you say it all the time. We kick the ball off to start or kick the ball off to start. What's Josh Happel have? We run the ball. What does Josh Happel have happen on the field? Receivers run. Uh, We go down and fake injuries. We go down and fake injuries after extra points. Wide ass open. Wide open. All the time. All right. Joe has a bazooka. He's got the deep ball. That's it. You got to think about this like a three-point shooter. All right. He's been cold. All right. He had a hot game (laughs) at Clemson. I'm telling you. This is how you got to look at it. He, he's not the guy. Nico's the guy. I agree 100%. But Joe, Joe Milton's Joe Milton's what we have. So we got to stick with him. And I think he's going he's gonna to manage the game well. He's what we have. And I think he's going to be good enough to beat Alabama. Brizzy sounds, like a, Brizzy sounds like a single mother whipping up dinner, and the kids are complaining about what they have to eat. He, he has to tell them, I'm sorry, that's all we have. And the, at the, No, you can't start Nico. You, like, we all agree with that. You can't start Nico at Alabama. Agreed, right? Asia Wilson, Asia Wilson is in a jumper. You can, to go you can but six. at this point, there's no way you're going to do that unless you're down at half. The aces left. are up six with a minute and a half so left. My point is, when our defense shows up like that, Joe Milton's going to stay in the game. All he has to do is hit a couple of those deep balls, and we're going to run all over them. That's what I'm saying. And we're going to get those three turnovers, either by strip fumbles or we're going to get an interception, and then we're going to get the ball twice on their side of the 50. <laughs> And we're going to get 17 points off those three turnovers. Joe's going to hit a couple of deep balls, and our boys in the backfield are going to be hosses, and they're going to run wild. And are you coming down? Are you coming to the game? I'm not coming down. I will not be there. I was there for Florida and witnessed that that absolute schlacking. Um, about lost a 25 year old friend. Um, over arguments in the stadium, but you know, shout out my my buddy Doctor Z out there, uh, but uh, Doctor Z. Um, but yeah, so that's just how I feel. This game's going. I know everybody's laughing. Everybody's been negative this whole damn time, but I'm telling you, no, we've had like seven people call for wins. But you know, okay, they talk negative, and then their vault, their vault fandom comes out. I mean, I love it. Like this is why I love this fan base. It's amazing. They they talk themselves into a win, but they they talk they know what's happening. They tell you what's going to happen on the field, which is a loss. But then they're like, "What's the score? We're going to win, you know, seventeen twelve. It's amazing. I love it. But I'm different. We're going to win thirty four. We're going to win thirty four to twenty one. That's what we're going to win by. That's what I'm seventeen about. points off turnovers. Three turnovers. We get seventeen points off Buddy, of them. Pierce is going to be running wild. You like, you know, I said the running backs are going to be crazy. You're going to be, dude. Pierce is going to come out this weekend. You're going to be wow. This guy is somebody different. Is when everybody, the whole nation is going to watch this game. This whole nation is going to watch Tennessee beat Alabama two years in a row, and this time in Bryant Denny State. You know what we call that, Brizzy? What do you call it. We call that a winning streak. That's a winning streak. And and John, what happens typically happens in the Alabama Tennessee series? Once 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 one team starts winning, they keep oh, winning. Oh man, um, and you know I'm. If we win on Saturday, Brizzy, we might win seven in a row. You know, John, I, I by you know I, as a hobby, I'm a, I'm a tradesman, and you know of, of such uh, currencies that are digital, and sometimes of of uh, art form, and I would deem that I am very bullish on this on this game this weekend, and that is why I'm sticking with my 
34 to 21. Well, that's good. Because Dogecoin and all the NFTs really paid off for you, Brizzy. You clown. Get out of here. I love you. I love you said you got what? 34, 34 to 34 what, Brizzy? 34 to 21. You're one of my best good boys, Brizzy. I love you love so you much. New York, Seth, just went on a 5-0 run. You had, uh, I think, Brianna Stewart hit a three, and Sabrina Inescu hit a jumper. It's a one-point game with 40 seconds left. Vegas has got the ball. Will Candace get ring number – it's probably ring number three, actually, for Candace. Ring number three for Candace. All right, Davey, I told you you're next. Davey, let's see if you can figure out how to talk this time. 33 seconds. They're dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Davey, what's up? What's up, John? What's up, Seth? How you guys doing tonight? Oh, you figured it out. Oh, you figured it out, Davey. How you boys doing tonight? What's up, hey, bro? you know the first the first mistake you made was taking a Brizzy post wow. seriously. I just want to just want to start that off with that. Hey guys, you know I'm 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 That's miserable. True. I'm miserable, but you're have miserable. You ever been or could you have ever imagined being five and one and being this fucking miserable about it? Well, that's the thing. I, I do try to remind myself of that because we are five and one, and ultimately, I do keep saying that the other six games don't really matter if you win this one. You do have a chance at redemption. You do have a chance to solidify yourself. If Tennessee wins at Alabama, they'll be six and one. I would say, Seth, do you think we get into the top ten if we win this game on Saturday? Yeah. Bama's yeah, yeah. number eleven. Do we get to number ten? Yeah, I would say so. We'll be close to it if not, and that's all that we'll care about. So, like, everything's still on the table, and, you know, Brock Bowers is out, and Neyland Stadium, we don't lose there. Like, if you win this game, you might have one of the most unimpressive 11-win seasons of all time, but it's still an 11-win season. So, like, we don't need beauty points, and, like, again, all this can be erased. The negativity can be erased with one good Joe Milton game. Just one, one below average but serviceable, you know, game manager quarterback Joe Milton game can win Saturday. This is the lowest Alabama's been since we've all since we were all in high school. And you guys remember the 2011 Alabama LSU game, the first time they played? Yeah, six to, nine, six to nine, three, nine to, nine to six in overtime. Never mind. I, mean, I guess look. I don't. I guess I didn't fucking remember. I, mean, look, I thought it was six to three. You know, this shit's happened before, and it can happen again. Jordan Jefferson. Yeah, took he LSU did. Yeah. Win. We, Jordan Jefferson he came was in for, uh, for the for the other he quarterback. Came, yeah. he came in oh, he got fouled. Yeah. Oh, Becky Hammond, you got to get teed up. Well, you don't get teed up. You're only up one. But Asia Becky Wilson Hammond got fouled. Becky Hammond is so gross looking. She's <laughs> she the definition of road hard and what? Hold on, definition of road hard and put up. She looks gross. What? I, I find Becky to be attractive. What? Yeah, she's. she's you hold on, 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 hold on. Anybody who's listening to the Reed Rants podcast, subscribe on iTunes, leave five stars because he's faces. You love Kim, Kim Mulkey, and you're telling me that that Becky Hammond is gross? Excuse me? I'm more of a Muffin McGraw man. I, I, I gotta well, say, that's fair, I, but you also love Kim Mulkey. I, I like the WNBA talk. I'm happy to see some uh, LGBT representation uh, in this Twitter space tonight. I like, Kim because, I like Kim because it causes people to get mad. They get mad. Okay, fair enough. Becky just looks a little gross. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, keep going, Davey. My bad. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know that that nine to six win. I think back to that game, and I remember how I, I didn't have a rooting interest. Obviously, I mean, I wanted Alabama to lose, right? But I remember that entire second half. I just wanted to die. And now I'm imagining the same kind of scenario with Tennessee, 
that a second half and like a single digit or like low double digit, you know, 10, 11, 12 point, like total points. And, and the thought of that being a realistic possibility for this weekend, it makes me miserable. This whole season, and I think I figured out the, the Josh Heifel and Joe Milton, the third connection, Josh Heifel's a quarterback. I think that he, in his head somewhere, thinks about what, how he would feel if he were winning and he were to get benched. And I think he, I think he's got some sort of weird psyche thing about that. Does that make sense? I think he needs to think about the fact he's the highest paid employee in the state, and he owes it to the residents of the state to put out the best product. I, I agree with you. I, I, I'm full Nico. I've got my finger in the air right now as we're talking. But one's up, are up. one's are up, all the way up. But I, but I do think about the fact that Josh Heifel's a quarterback, and wonder if he's got some sort of weird, you know, psyche thing about pulling a quarterback who's who's five and one who is the reason we lost to Florida, but nonetheless, he's 5-1, and one, and I wonder if that's the issue. It's not an excuse, and he definitely shouldn't be using that as a reason to keep Milton on the field. But I think it's a, I th- that's, that's what my mind keeps going back to this week. I'm sick of talking about Joe Milton. I wish that he would just tweak a hammy and, and, and go off into the sunset and go, you know, go. I saw him on a billboard today driving home from work for some furniture company, and I wanted to scream. I, I'm sick of him. I want him gone. I'm miserable at five and one. I never thought I'd be miserable at five and one. If you're if you're out there and you're miserable as well, and you guys want to n- not have a bad time during these games, Patreon.com forward slash Reads Join the Discord. The game threads are always electric. Anyway, you guys have a good night. The uh, the Liberty miss of the buzzer. Candace Parker has her third championship. Seth, that's great. It's good. She has her third championship. Do you do you disagree that she's the top five ball of our lifetime? Because it sounds like you do. Do um, you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, well, you're wrong. Let's grab Mark. Mark, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for being patient. The floor is yours. John and Seth, how we doing, boys? Good to hear from you, brother. I was wondering if you were going to join <laughs> us. Now we just need Orlando. We still need Orlando. Someone get in touch with him. Yep, I'm in. Um, uh, again, John, um, first thing to address, uh, sorry I didn't get to make it to the tailgate South Carolina game. No, no, don't bring it up, Mark, because I'm going to get mad and I'm going to kick you off. So don't okay, bring it okay. up. Go ahead we'll and move, move on. Forward. We'll move forward. Move, move on. Forward. Move on. Because I, I extended an invite. You DM me and said, hey, I'm going to come, and you didn't come. So move on, Mark, because if you remind me of that, I'm going to kick you off and not let you talk no more. So just keep okay, going. Okay, brother. Okay. All right. Um, so going to this game, man. Um, I keep like going back and forth on it because I really believe that we have a great opportunity to, to dominate them in the trenches, which is crazy to think. Um, but you know, you compare our offensive line to their offensive line. There's a pretty huge drop off in production. And then you also compare to what our two edges are doing by James Pierce and Tyler Barron, um, and it just seems like a, a matchup nightmare for Alabama. Um, I think we could bully them in the trenches. That being said, uh, the the Joker here is is Joe Milton, uh, and uh, he is a, he is quite the Joker. Uh, but the thing that I'm looking at is, is it fair to say that if 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 we just get Orange Bowl Orange Bowl Joe Milton, that Tennessee wins pretty easily on Saturday. That's all it takes is Orange Bowl Joe Milton. That's not too much to ask for. Yeah, I mean, and he wasn't 
he wasn't like gangbusters in that game. I mean, like he. But, no, he was very yeah. average. He, he was he was slightly above average, but that's he's all the takes. Benjamin Button of quarterbacks. I mean, he just it's like he's just getting I need to worse. Say the first worse. game he ever played, Seth. I, I don't know if I get a co-sign on that, but he has gotten worse and worse as we've played this year for sure. Yeah. Um, now, the the more realistic thing that's probably going to happen is we're probably going to be down between like three and six points uh, in a, a got-to-have-it scenario. It's fourth and seven, and the first down is going to be right no. there. He can get it, no. but he's going to run out of bounds with like a yard to go. So that's probably what's going to happen um, because that just seems to not leave his mind, and I can't fucking understand it. But um, – you're sadly mistaken. I've already said this three times throughout the week. Talk Sports 12 to 3, Reed's Ranch podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. We will be seven, we will be down 17 to 6. That fourth and seven will be from Alabama's 18-yard line. And, well, actually, no, we'd probably kick a field goal in that scenario. Either way, we're going to be down 17 to 6 driving in the third quarter trying to cut to one score. We'd kick a field goal from in that scenario. But you're right. We're going to be driving – Need a big first down and not right. get something. It. Something incredibly stupid is going to happen, regardless. But uh, I, I just like again, man. I look at uh, Pierce and Barron, and you know, you look like I said, you look at their O line. I feel like this is an opportunity on a grand stage for them to make themselves a lot of money, and they probably already have. They probably already have. But I think this is the chance when you play Alabama. You know, your more eyes, more eyeballs are going to be on you, and. I have to think they're licking their chops, and I do think the defense is going to get us in positions for the offense to take advantage of a short field. Now, you know whether or not we capitalize, that's another thing. But for love of God, Joe, just can we get? Can you just give us a fucking average performance Saturday? Just average or mediocre, even. <laughs> just not. Just don't be totally bad. And I think Tennessee wins the game. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 20 to 17 and, and I've got the clown makeup on as I'm saying it, but uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully we pull it out, boys. Go big orange. Appreciate y'all having me on. Okay. No. Yeah. Appreciate you as always, except whenever you stand me up and don't come to the tailgate, but either way, either way, Outside of that, Mark, you're okay with me. Well, John, uh, one last thing about that. I'll... Nope. Nope. You've already said goodbye. You're out of here. Nope. Too late. You already said you're out of here. I was sending out a tweet. That's why I didn't kick you out earlier. All right, let's get Capaquitic removed from speakers. All right, his mic is – you're already a speaker apparently. Yeah, unmute your mic. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, nothing uh, – how about my prediction last week of it was going to be a one-score game? I mean, I know that. How about that? That's you're not, second. Oh, that is You're impressive. second now behind Bob. I did say it was going to go either way. I didn't predict the Tennessee win, to, to, to correct myself there. And, and I'll do the same this week. It's, it's a one-score game. We may win. We may lose. I'm leaning towards we're going to lose. I hate to be a bummer. It's on the road. Uh, you know. Uh, what, do you, what do you think this listener means whenever I tweet out the link and he replies and says, just don't be yourself? What do you think he means by that? Is deep. he talking shit? Do I need to block him on here because he's talking shit? Because I don't like when people talk to me. Mean. Was that the guy that was that the guy that didn't follow you? Get rid of No, this is a different guy. This guy follows me, so I don't know if he likes me, but he just said just don't be yourself. That seems kinda hateful. Should I block him? That's I'm very quick on the block trigger. Just don't be myself. Just don't be yourself. I don't know if I like that, Adam. I don't know if I like that at all. You know what? Block. 
block's coming. I hate it for you, Adam. Anyways, keep going, Capiquitic. I'm yeah, sorry. Nothing, nothing big. I was going to be all witty and predict a 9-6 score, but someone already mentioned Mount Cody earlier, so I'm not going to do that. But listen, the, our biggest problem is Birmingham. How many? You know we're not going to get any calls. We're going to get screwed. Let's all know that going into the game, and we'll be better off for it. But just expect three or four calls to just absolutely bone us. Absolutely bonus. Now, I don't think we're going to win, but if we do, the Joe Milton shit better stop real quick, right? Oh, get, get out of here, dude. Get out of here. No. We got to stop. He's, if he wins at Bama, we got to leave the kid alone for the rest of the year. It depends on how we win. It depends on how we win. No, no. Any win is a win. And, uh, listen, I don't, I, don't, I don't like the guy. I don't think he, he's a terrible quarterback. His decision making, he's got the lowest football IQ of anyone I've ever seen in any position. I mean, it's, it's drastic. So I'm not, you know, I'm not his advocate, but if we win this weekend, we, you know, let's, let's, you know, back off the guy for the rest of the year. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it'll happen, but if it does, prove me wrong, Joe, prove me wrong. Let's get to the important stuff, John. In one week from tonight, <laughs> we will be celebrating an Atlanta Hawks victory. Here's, I'm going to keep the short here's, tonight. Here, we'll, we'll, here's what I'll say, Kevin Quiddick. If we lose to Alabama my interest level in the Hawks is going to multiply by 10 because my Titans suck and I'll be not caring about this game against Kentucky and I will be fully hawked up, ready to caw-caw with you all the time, my brother. So, yes, if if we lose on Saturday, the Atlanta Hawks become priority number one for me. And, and we'll have a thorough discussion next Wednesday about the first win after, after their Charlotte win. Hey, a, sh- a quick, real quick, a shout out to the guy way earlier in the call that mentioned he has an Alabama wife. John, I'm on my second marriage. She happens to be an Alabama grad. Now, when do you I'm like the guy, second one? You didn't like the first one. Do you like the second one? Absolutely. She's wonderful. She happens to be uh, an Alabama good. grad. I had to get over that in my 20s and 30s. I would have never done that. My first wife won. was a Tennessee grad. And she she stole all my money. So listen, I, you can't I necessarily. Won. I actually want the house divided license plate. I think that would be cool. She doesn't even care about Bama. She's so sweet and and let she cheers for me because she knows oh, how important it is to me. What so a woman! God bless her. What a woman! Gotta love her. Anyway, that's all. Just shout out to that dude, and oh. uh, that's all I got. Go Vols! Love you, Kevin Quiddick. You know that. I love you too, buddy. Go Vols! I'm gonna feel really bad if I blocked that guy and he was actually not talking shit, but it sounded like he was talking shit. Just don't be yourself. That seems hateful. Does seem hateful. That seems hateful, and I can't stand for it. None of my own, none of my own damn spaces. You know what I mean? None of he my own hateful. damn spaces. It didn't sound like a compliment. I'll tell you that much. Tech Vol writes in: Seth is being picky about how we beat a team that has beat us fifteen of the last sixteen. Uh, no, 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 no. I would do anything. If we won one to nothing, I would be happy. I'm just. I don't think that winning just absolves the issue here because I think if you win this weekend and then I just you could go eleven and one if you win this weekend. And to not go eleven and one if you win this weekend is is, is Seth, bad. you're like me. You're like me. And you know what street philosopher Dom Toretto said. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. It doesn't. Winning is winning. We don't care how we win. Just that we win. Am I right? That's right. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a point or whatever, or three points or seven points or 21 points. 
And this game on Saturday, just win. It could be as ugly as ever because an ugly win is beautiful in my book. And I know you agree with that. That's right. I don't care how we win. As long as we win. It could be the pit bull of wins. I'd still be happy. Last week, the Vol Sheriff brought some heat. Let's see what he's got for us this week. Vol Sheriff, you are up next. Hello, friend. How we doing, fellas? I'm doing pretty good. My Aces just won a championship. I just cashed the over 10.5 in the baseball game, and we're living good. How are you, friend? boy. I am doing good. Uh, ice Cream Tuesday went great last night. Finished screen four. Thought it was really good. So Your what? Ice Cream Tuesday. Oh, oh, you finished what number? Sorry, sorry, you finished what screen number? Screen four. What'd you think? Hayden Penetier, pretty sexy, right? Not bad. Wish we had a different haircut. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Although, I, I got to be honest, there's only a couple women who have pulled off the short hair look, and she's one of them for me. I'll give you that. Um, big game, John. Going to be in the house in Tuscaloosa. I believe Seth said he is, too, with his sister. Uh, the thing that's got me worried, um, I guess more than anything else, is Tennessee's record on the road, or I guess our offensive uh, performance really on the road, uh, the past few road games we've had. Somehow, you know, I guess playing at Missouri and Heupel's first year wasn't too big of a deal. Same with Kentucky. Uh, but somehow in our first year in Tuscaloosa, it seemed like the offense di- really didn't struggle that bad either. Of course, you had Hooker and uh, <clears throat> um, Blank and Cedric Tillman having a day down there, but um, I, I would also assume that the crowd wasn't all that well into it like they will be on Saturday. So uh, do you, are you expecting about 15, 16 penalties on the balls on Saturday? Uh, can I add in burn timeouts to that? Like 12 <laughs> penalties and four burnt timeouts. Can I add, can I add into that? Can I come, can I, can I combine them? Please? Over under, uh, 13 and a half penalties and burn timeouts. God, I hope it's under. I hope it's under. But, Seth, how do you feel? I think it's going to be slightly under. Okay. Like 11? We, we yeah. barely get under 11? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Y'all are more confident. But that doesn't make me feel good about the game, though. That doesn't make me feel good about the game because the fact we even had to pause at a double-digit number is not good. Yeah, only good thing is, as bad as we are disciplined, they are too. Uh, of course, them being at home, a little slot advantage there, but still, I'm just a little shaky on that myself. So, how are you feeling? Are you confident or are you down? Because I can't decide how you feel. I'm not sure. It sounds like you feel down. <laughs> I'm not sure what I feel. I, uh, I was actually recording something tonight, and I, I think the way I'm taking it is – uh, last game, we got revenge for 2016 against A&M. Uh, the week before that against South Carolina, we got revenge for last year. And, I, and I'm starting to think we might be getting revenge for uh, 2009. Little uh, 11-year-old sheriff uh, watching that game with his pops and saw big boy on uh, Alabama block that kick. So I'm, I'm starting to think this is going to be that – ugly low scoring game where we might be able to just convert that field goal and come out with a win. 
Last second field goal for the win. Okay. Okay. I will take that. Like I said, I don't care if we win by one point or 100 points. I just want to win. Really, to be honest, Sheriff, all I really want, if you made, if you stuck a gun to my head, I would just say I don't want to be embarrassed because I'm going to feel like such a dumbass if I'm down in Tuscaloosa and we play like we did against Florida because I swore off going on, on road trips for as long as Joe Milton was quarterback, as long, you know, as long as he was quarterback, I wasn't going to go. But my buddy, my best good buddy, Charlie, from middle school, he said, hey, I got a ticket if you want to meet me. And I can't turn down a ticket to hang out with my friends. So I said, fine, fine, I'll go. I'll meet you there. And i got to be honest, I'm pretty nervous about what's going to happen inside that stadium. I've never been to Tuscaloosa, but if they kick our ass, it's going to be rock bottom for me as a fan, maybe. John, not to put you on the spot, but – What's the last road game you were at where we won? The last – when you say we, do you mean the Titans as well? Because I've gone on the road for the Titans. Too. I was thinking more so. Um, I was at LSU. I was at okay. LSU. I was at LSU. I was too. That was, a, that was a big game. Hopefully. But my current streak right now is lost to Georgia, the Titans lost to Jacksonville, and I lost to Florida. I feel like I'm on a three-game losing streak. We'll, we'll and that doesn't feel good. That one. You had, we had Josh Dobbs starting out, so. Yeah, but he kind of he's kind of related to Tennessee, though, you know. Yeah. Well, I, but yeah, I'm on a, I'm on a losing streak right now. I, I used to have a good record on the road, but it's, it's getting worse. It's getting bad. I'm gonna say we win, uh, sixteen fourteen. That's gonna be my prediction. Sixteen fourteen, game winning field goal. Lock it in. You heard it here. Appreciate you, Sheriff. You're a good man. And you're a good caller, and I appreciate you checking in with us. Have a good Let's night, keep it. You too, brother. Oh, wait, no, that was Seth that said that. That was me. Sorry, that was the vodka that got me. <clears throat> All right, we need a caller. Young Phil Fulmer is maybe the biggest Joe Milton fan I know. He's just laying in the weeds, soaking all this hate up for his boy. He loves Bazooka Joe more than anybody I know. Bet on him to win the Heisman. Had a unique shirt made for him an original Bazooka Joe shirt. It has to be tough to listen to this Joe Milton hate for him, but I love him and I'm glad he's been hanging out with us. We need a new caller because me and Seth have already been texting and doing podcasts and talking. I know everything he thinks. And Seth, you, it's 1030, so feel free to hop off whenever you want. I'll, I'll keep going a little bit since it's Alabama week if you don't want to well, hang out. But it's 930 for me. Oh, that's true. But you get up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Well, I got it out in the field early. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. If you need to hop off, don't let me keep you up because I, I don't mind. I was hoping young Phil Fulmer was going to jump on. I don't mind to hang out. Well, you know, he's got a Bazooka Joe jersey. I wanted to ask him about the, the jersey. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give a two-minute warning. I wanted to ask him how it feels to watch Joe run through the tee and do the bow and arrow nonstop. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. I, I don't remember who brought it up. I think it was Bob. When Bob was talking about the No Chance in Hell Vince McMahon song, and I was thinking, what would be funnier? What would be more maddening? If, is if Joe Milton did the airplane through the tee, or if he did the Vince McMahon slash Conor McGregor strut through the tee, as if he was some badass? All right, we got Young Phil. He wants to, he wants to answer for his uh, his wardrobe. He wants to answer for his choices. Listen, I'm going to be doing the bow What's and up? arrow. 
down in Tuscaloosa this weekend. Okay. Okay. You haven't given up on Brother Joe. Are you going to be wearing the jersey? I'll wear the jersey. Okay. I'll be looking for you. The Bazooka Joe jersey. I can't wait to see you and hug you because we need a win. And we need a good Joe Milton performance. Have you lost hope in your in your big Listen, boy? Listen, things things aren't great right now. <laughs> it's great. lonely in the Milton Militia. It's lonely in the Milton Militia. We're all going to be doing bow and arrows on Saturday at about huh? whatever seven thirty p.m. I hope you're right. If we win, and I don't care if it's three to nothing, I will be given the biggest bow and arrow of all time. People think I hate Joe. People think I hate the quarterback. I don't. I want us to win. I want him to prove me wrong. And I hope that you get to look at me on Saturday and say, hey, I told you. I told you, believe in Joe. My Heisman bet slip, it's still alive. He can still get hot. If you beat Alabama and you beat Georgia and you win the SEC, you can still be the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, That's what I want you to tell me on Saturday. I mean, yeah, that would be great. I think I can cash out of that bet for about $6 right now. Well, if I were you, I would cash out. I would cash out. I'm, I'm riding. I'm riding. That's at least getting like a, a drink or something out of the bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What time are you getting down on Friday? Are you going Friday or Saturday? Uh, I, I don't have my plans yet. I don't know. Probably Friday. Okay. Well, hit me up. I'll, uh, I'm going to Birmingham on Friday, though, actually. I don't know about you, but I'll be in Birmingham Friday. Tuscaloosa early Saturday. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Hit me up. I'd like to get some drinks yeah, with you. Yeah, let's do it. Go Vols. Do you think we win? Uh, I think oh, we win. Man. I think we win. <laughs> you think, think we, we win? win. Uh, give a score prediction. We need a score well, prediction. I just bet. Uh, I tried to find um, 17-9 to bet. I just tweeted okay. it. From, okay. Uh, but I, did, I all I could find was 17-10, so we're going to 17-10. Well, Bob was one point off last week. If he's one point off this week, it'll be 17-10. You'll make a bunch of money. Yeah, let's, let's get go. it. Love you. I hope to see you this weekend. See you. Go Vols. Yeah, go yeah. Vols. Well, Seth, I asked you how you felt at the beginning of the day, and you said 24-10 to 10 Alabama. Do you still feel that way? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you haven't been swayed? No, 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 no. I have not been swayed by uh, Brizzy's. Uh, my favorite thing about Brizzy is that he has us scoring 17 points without, like, he has us scoring just 17 points off regular offensive drives. I think that's, that's not that. That's not that many points. 17 in a regular ass college football game on offense is not asking for much. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. It just seems, especially when you get D. Williams returning punts, he's going to have at least a 30 yard punt return. Brother CB's in here. He needs to hop on. He needs to hop on and speak. Um, you, have, you have taken him off of Fraud Watch. Zach's back. Zach's one of our best good boys. Let's hear what Zach has to add. Zach, you're back on the show. The floor is yours. So uh, I came back for for one. So Sleeper, Bryce, all the betting sites finally have put up player props for this weekend. Joe Milton, your, uh, your $6 bet quarterback here. His over under is one ninety seven and a half. One ninety seven and a half. Seth, does he go over or under one ninety seven and a half passing yards? Under. Jalen Wright, for some reason, is sitting at fifty four and a half rushing yards. Mm. Seth, fifty four and a half. Jalen. Way Wright. over. Way over. 
I don't understand that at all. Zach, Zach, you said this is where? This is on Sleeper. I think Prize Picks is kind of the same thing. We don't have that in Tennessee. No. So if I send you money, can you bet on that? Can you just do a straight bet, or does that have to be like multiple Absolutely. No, you, you can tie them all together. I will. I will. So, oh no, I just want to do a straight bet. I just want to do Jalen Wright over 54 yards. We, we can't do that in Tennessee. Tennessee has outlawed player props in college. Uh, the only other thing, you'd have to find somebody from another team. But I can find some. Oh, you, so you, you have to parlay you have with, to somebody. Parlay with uh, somebody from another squad, but it can be any sport. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. But, well, that makes me feel less confident because I was going to say, I'll send you money right now to bet that for me because he's getting 54, 55 yards. I agree. Any other notable over-unders that you see? Uh, so they got Milrow just for, for the record at 20, uh, 226 and a half, which also seems okay. high. But uh, Jason McClellan's at 67 and a half. Jermaine Burton's at 59 and a half. Our leading receiver, according to them, will be Squirrel White at 50 and a half. Seth, over under 50 and a half Squirrel White yards. Under, sadly. God, that's tough. That guy should be getting 100 yards a game. It's a trend. Or not, 80 yards a game, 80 yards a game. He should. He should be an ironclad lock for All-American. It's sickening. It's his home. He's coming home. He's coming home. Coming home to play at Alabama. And it ain't going to matter because we can't get him the ball, even though he's he's dynamic. He's dynamic. He's the best wide receiver on the field Saturday for both teams, and it won't matter. So, hey, Zach, Zach you said uh, – sorry to cut you off, but you said Jermaine Burton was what? 59 and a half. Okay, My, so they haven't com- – they haven't completely overreacted to his game against a My questioning, I guess where they're coming from on this, is they, they too see how bad Bazooka Joe is at quarterback, and they think Alabama's just going to load up to stop the run, and maybe that's why Jalen. But, I mean, even then, I feel like Jalen's an over. Yeah, I mean. Which I would do the same yeah, thing. Crazy. If I was a Kirby Smart or a Nick Saban, I'd fucking make Joe throw the ball. Well, yeah, I mean that. I, I don't know what the percentages are in terms of us loading, uh, in terms of defenses loading the box against us, but I would imagine that teams are gearing us to stop the run. I would imagine. I don't have the numbers to back that up, but just the eye test tells me that. Especially after Jalen, after A and M, right? Like Jalen Wright in the, all the games he's played, 115 yards against Virginia, 118 yards against Austin P. 63 against Florida, which would be over. 16 on four carries against UTSA. We just gave him the week off. 123 against South Carolina. 136 against Texas A&M. Texas A&M. So, like, every game he's going under 60 yards. Yeah. That's wild. And he's sitting at 50 and a half. That's wild to me. Yeah. But, I mean. We need to find one other player we can parlay with that so we can make some money. All right. I'll uh, I'll hit you up. We'll make it happen. Love you, boys. Love, love you. you, buddy. Appreciate you. Let's get Zane on. Zane's up next. He's one of our best good boys. Zane. Nope. I don't want to invite him to coast. Wrong button. Add a speaker. Zane, what's up, brother? Hit that. Unmute the bottom. Can you hear me, line, brother? Yeah. Hey guys. Cool How's it yours. going, guys? Feeling good, feeling great. Listen, I am not going to do what you think I'm going to do right now. 
listen, listen. I, I, I'm try. I've, I've listened to this all night tonight. Uh, Brizzy almost has me back, uh, enlisted. Uh, young Phil coming in, you know, putting his Bazooka Joe shirt back on. Uh, I mean, I, I'm almost back enlisted. Okay. Um, I'm like sloth. I like to wear the uniform and take pictures and post them in the Discord, but I'm not quite in the militia. Stolen Valley. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Um, wow. Shots fired. But listen, I, something that has not been discussed tonight that has to be discussed. I, I don't bring it listen, on. I don't have a a a man corner um, or anything like that. But why have we not discussed Josh Heupel? has to perform this Saturday. He came out and shit the bed against Texas A&M with his play calling. It was awful. We have a bad So you're putting Josh Heupel, you're putting Josh Heupel on fraud watch and you're throwing him in the main corner. Is that there's correct? There's a little bit of uh, intellectual property that I don't want to step on here. Uh, so I, I, it, I, but the, the Here's what I'll say, Zane. The intellectual property belongs to Reed's Ranch, so you can use that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Brother Bob is uh, under contract, so you, you – uh, Correct, got yes. That. Anything said on our spaces belongs to us. Fair so enough. You can feel free to put them in the man quarter or on Friday. Listen, I, I realize, like, Joe, you know, I, I've been a long defender of, of Joe. I, I've, I've backed off that a little bit. He's not answered the call. But – I mean, even Josh admitted it uh, coming off the field, right? He he he's he's got sh he had shitty play calling. I'm not trying to pull uh, a vault water like type deal and say we need to run some flea flickers or reverses. But, but he no, he don't. has to be better though, right? Like we we and also if like another thing is with his coaching, if we, if Joe is up there trying to tell the lineman the play while while. Bryant Denny Stadium is rocking. I'm going to be screaming at my television. Like we have to have an answer to that, right? We can't be like we were in Florida. Well, a lot of a lot of people said that was because we had no Cooper Mays, right? That that changed everything. So I know that was a big talking point coming out of the Florida game. Cooper's back. Cooper's played well. Uh, Gerald Mincy has been playing. You know, I, I know he didn't finish the game on Saturday, but the offensive line has looked better. So. We should hope that that means communication and our tempo offense looks better as well, correct? I, I, I would hope so. I think Cooper has answered that call. I was one of the ones that – I don't know if you recall that, but I was a, a big Cooper uh, guy. I thought Cooper might Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why I brought it up. I thought Cooper yep. might fix Joe. Uh, it didn't happen. Listen, I'm, I can admit uh, – listen, I've been wrong a few times in my life. That's he did fix Joe Zane, but I'll tell you, he helped the run game a lot. Uh, and and I think if you if we were to go back and listen to those spaces, I, I did say Cooper's Cooper was going to help us go fast. I, I didn't I didn't know if that was the problem or if Joe was the problem. Joe is his own problem, but Cooper did help us. Like when we were in the in our home stadium, Cooper had us on the ball. I mean, we're ready. To well, go. that's why I'm hoping that he can handle a loud SEC road stadium because. Neither our center nor, nor our quarterback can handle it against Florida. I, I yeah, I agree. Um, and so hopefully Cooper's back out there. Hey, listen, my whole point, guys, is is if Josh is gonna keep rolling Joe out there, he has got to support him and do his job. I think Seth said he's the highest paid uh, public employee in the state of Tennessee. Uh, he's got he's got to make the right calls. Uh, he's got to have them coached up to be prepared for the environment. Uh, and, and he's got to go win the football game. Um, 
listen, I think Joe plays an average game. I think we run the hell out of the ball, uh, and we win a close one, uh, 24-17. We have another prediction of Tennessee winning. What was the score again, 24-17? 24-17. With we Trump, got another I think, prediction. I think D uh, sets one up for us. Uh, I can't go with Brother Brizzy, Brizzy and say 17 points off turnovers, but uh, I think D sets one up for us. Well, are they going well, to what I will say – how stupid do you have to well, punt the ball to D. Williams? Well, yeah, agreed, Al- agreed. Al- Alabama punted to A&M's returner, and he set them up for a touchdown as well. So Alabama's been willing to do it. Maybe they learned a lesson at this point, but they did let A&M set up a touchdown by uh, punting to their dynamic returner. When A&M, when A&M's punter is standing cockeyed to his center to try to get a little bit more room and standing against the back line, I'm thinking there's no way you punt this to D, right? And he fucking did it. Uh, what a, what he a had dummy. no choice, though, because if, if you try to kick it out of bounds, they're going to kick it out to 20. So, I mean, like, I get it. But, yeah, I mean, D. Williams is a beast. He's a game changer when he returns punts. So, let's hope that we can get one of those this weekend because I think we're going to need that plus a turnover to have a chance. I, I think that's right. Hey, guys, thanks for letting me come on. Uh, you guys have Love a you, buddy. trip. Love you, buddy. Love, Love you, guys. Lo- Love you. Talk to you later. Caleb CB wants to hop on. Caleb, my What's brother, up, how are What's you? Up? Oh, just doing a little radio show, watching some baseball. Seth, it was a pleasure getting to meet you and uh, see you in person. It was fantastic to meet you. Did we get a ruling from your wife on the kiss I gave yes, you? Yes, she loved it. I showed her the message that you sent about uh, you saying that, you know, she might have been a little hesitant, and uh, she said she loved it. She's, she's all for it, so. Okay, good. So, I, so I, Seth, I, I are, you, what, are you what raised to apologize to Caleb? I, I am. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. You're a coward. You're you shouldn't apologize. Because because you apologize. had to bring him back. You had to make him do that. And now you guys are friends. So I'm glad you guys got through that because I love you both. Let's just say this. Since uh, since I'm off Fraud Watch, can I uh, add someone else in that opening spot? We have a yeah. room, we have one space <laughs> in the Slavs Manhood Center. It's all okay. corner. It's a center. This so guy. You checked out of the bottom bunk. It's time to put somebody else in the bottom this bunk. This guy's been hiding in the attic like he's Anne Frank. Just people knocking on the door. They're trying to find him. All right. Joey Halsey. So he's the quarterback, quarterback's coach. You know, offensive coordinator. The worst, the worst position, worst position on our team. And no one, no one's even talking about him. It's, you know, and the crazy thing is, is that Halsey, like, you know, he was one of the main recruiters for Nico, like, and he's out there tell, telling people that, you know, Milton is operating at a, at a elite level, his system has, at an elite level, uh, and no one's, you know, no one's talking about it. everyone's blaming Joe. Well, what about the coach? Like, what about the coordinator? Um, so I would like to add him uh, to the manhood corner and go ahead and officially place him on Fraud Watch. Seth, can you make a note of that? Joey's yeah, on Fraud Watch? I think, I mean, it's Josh's offense, I think, but I agree. Like, for one, we use the offense. We use the tight end so much better with Golish than we have with Halsley. Was was he quarterback's I mean, coach last year? Okay, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, he, he is the reason we got Nico. Right. I mean, that's what, And, like, that that whole, like, the viral picture of, like, Nico in the G-Wagon was, like, like, with Halsey, like, in the front, you know, like, which is crazy to think. It just, it's appalling. Like, I would... I mean, I know that, that the you know the point has been you know beat to death, but like having Hypel with some truth serum and just like be, like just asking him why, like what, like I don't know, it's it's a quandary. 
that we're sticking with him at this point. Um, there's not the it's if the sad. only if the only value that that Joe is giving us is a is a locker room glue guy, then like come on, like what what are we what are we doing? That's the only value he's giving. He's not he. It's you know the idea of having a six year senior that is making freshman mistakes. You know there there's no value to gain from that. There's nothing. There's nothing that he's bringing to the table at all, other than and we're at, we're on we're on the last stand now because it was well. But but Caleb, if he wins on Saturday, that's all that's that matters. That's true. That's true. He can wipe away all of this on Saturday. That's right. We said the same thing as Florida. Um, well, we did. We did. And he didn't win that game, but somehow he's still the quarterback, which I cannot really fathom losing that game and still being the quarterback. But he is. Yeah. And he's got another chance. He's got another chance to to right the wrongs and become a legend. Like last year, it was that, well, he's going to be in the system. You know, he's going to be comfortable. And then, like this summer, it was, well, he doesn't throw interceptions. He, you know, he'll be a game manager. At least, at least you know, he's going to be safe with the ball. He's improved. And I did, the only thing that they have, like the last, deck, the last leg they had to stand on right now is he's a locker room guy. I mean, like, it's just absolutely desperate. That's where we're at now is that the players like him. So if the players like him and the defense and everyone else wants to play hard for him, that's fine with me. But they need to win because otherwise I don't care how the the rest of the teams are playing effort-wise. It's about wins and losses. So if they love Joe, then lift your brother up. Because sometimes Seth doesn't feel like doing a podcast, Caleb. But you know what I do? I ramp it up and I get it done myself. Sometimes I don't feel like doing a podcast. But you know what Seth does? He rants and becomes entertaining. Sometimes we don't feel like doing spaces, but the callers, they lift us up. That's what we need to do for Joe this weekend. The players need to lift Joe up. Some could say it's kind of like pickleball whenever I keep on hitting the balls that are clearly going to the fence. You don't you don't, like you, you don't get on to me. That's going you don't out. get on to me. I'm like, I'm like, Caleb, just let that one go. And you're like, I know, I know. And I'm like, you know what? I love you. Let's keep exactly. playing. That's what we do because that's what brothers yep. do. Just pat, just pat me on the back and, you know, rally the troops, so. And every now and then when I hit bad shots, I just cuss myself out and you just say, it's okay, keep going, and then we keep going. That's right. That's right. Well, hopefully uh, they can, you know, take our example and uh, go as far as a, a score prediction, uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to go uh, – <laughs> I'm going to go 20 to, 20 to 7 Alabama. Right, finally, somebody picked Alabama to win. 27 Alabama um, – you know what? Uh, my my best bet, Seth, I told you last week I did not think A&M was going to score over 26.5 points. I don't think Alabama is going to score the 30 points that they're projected to score. So if we lose 20-7, to seven, just please rest knowing that John made some money because I'm going to bet Alabama under 29.5. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they, they, they have yet to have a game where they they really run the ball, right? I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean – they can't block. They can't run. They, they can't they, block. They, they cannot run. They have uh, there's the, the running backs aren't dynamic and the offensive lines. Yeah, and, and I know like they're that Caden Proctor, the, the freshman from Iowa. Like I know like uh, you know the left tackle. Like um, I mean Saban doesn't start freshman left tackles very often, so obviously he has a lot of faith in him, but he's really struggled. I mean I, I can't imagine the yep. the learning curve going from like Iowa high school to SEC. So, but it seems like he's definitely struggled and. Um, yeah, I guess Milrose injury probably hampering his rushing ability. Which, who knows? We'll see. I mean, that that interview with the Volquest guys with like the on three guy from Bama was 
kind of hinting that like maybe Saban is like waiting to, you know, really fully, you know, let the governor off of, of Milrow now. I, who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Well, he hasn't ran the last couple yeah. weeks, so he's going to have to run to beat us. I will say that. Or at least he'll have to run to move the ball against us. So, you know, to score more than 20 points, he'll have to run and be explosive there. Caleb, do you think it, do you think his hamstring is really hurt? I yeah, I know I do. I do. I mean, because like – Because they wouldn't have waited this long to unleash him on the ground. Especially, right? like, I mean, he was running against, like, NTSU. Like, if, it, if the if the idea was to just, like, save, a, save the film or the tape for – and like he wouldn't have done that. Like he was, go- he was running all over. He would have ran against. He would have. He would have ran against A and M. He would have ran against A They should have lost to A and M. They should have lost to A and M. He would have ran against them. I think the I think the hamstring is messed up. Caleb, yeah, appreciate fellas, you, brother. Have a good night. I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. Okay, let's see here. I do love Caleb. That's one of my best good boys. Uh, F, who does not follow me, and his bio says Chicago and USC. Remove. Remove. Not listening anymore. I hate it for you, F. Everyone, please press F in the chat for F, because he's out of here. Top of the ninth, Houston up 8-5. to five. Max Scherzer really shit the bed, didn't he, tonight? So. Why did they start him? Why did they start him? Because they traded for him. It just seemed crazy to me to start him then. That was his first start in a month, but they, they traded for him for a reason. And he came out and just absolutely shit the bed. I saw something that at this year, Houston's outscored, coming into this game, outscored Texas like like 40-something to 10 in their games in Texas this year. <laughs> You're Alvarez. Unreal man. Yeah, they they own Texas in Texas, but they suck at home. So I don't know what you make of that. All right, um, two minute warning. If anybody wants to hop on, if not, we're gonna wrap this up. But we'll take, or at least I'll take your calls for as long as you want to go. If you guys got something to say, hop on Patreon.com/slash/ReedsRanch. Got a new couple, got a couple of new patrons tonight. Shout out to them. Appreciate Troy P. Appreciate Jacob Spence. I guess they like the spaces. They wanted to join. Appreciate that. Uh, 90-second warning. Seth, any final thoughts? No, I'm just excited to watch the Joe show. You don't sound excited to watch the Joe show. <laughs> I mean, every you never know what can happen on any possession. With Hinton Hooker, you knew we were going to score a touchdown. With Joe, you just really – he's not. it's not boring. You have to say that. If Joe hits two throws on Saturday, we might win. Don't even say that, John. That's all it takes. Hit two throws. Hit two big-time down-the-field throws. Whether that be a 25-yard pass to score a touchdown or a 60-yard pass to set up a rushing touchdown, just two throws. That's all we might need. Now, look, I do want to say this. Zach writes in, Joe's over on touchdowns is one and a half. Do you think Joe throws over or under one and a half touchdowns on Saturday? Under, under. right? Under, yeah. 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 You said seven. You said 24 to 10, so of course that's under. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Something about how we can't score. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. What I was going to say is I just want to get on record because I think people trust what we say. I do want to say, 
No, not for some reason. We've been proven right a lot over the last seven years, Sev. We've been proven right a lot. We, we, we know things that other people don't. What I will say is that despite all the positivity from a lot of our callers and from even me and Seth, to me, Saturday is a prove-it game for the defense. They haven't stopped anybody that's any good. And Alabama's offense ain't good either. But, like, I need to let them – I need them to show us that they're not going to get punked by a subpar Alabama offense. They can't let Joe Milrow come out and start throwing de- – or not Joe, Jalen Milrow throw deep balls because I still have scars from last year against Georgia where Lad McConkey was beating our guys deep. And we kept saying Georgia had no receivers. We said Georgia can't beat us deep. Georgia has no receivers. And they just kept throwing bomb after bomb, and we couldn't guard them. That can't happen on Saturday because all Alabama could do is throw deep. We can't get beat deep on touchdowns, and we can only give up one you know, 50-yard pass. That's it. If they, throw, if they connect on two 50-yard passes, we're going to lose. I need our defense to show that they're actually good. I love our pass rush, but Seth, you agree. They didn't answer the bell against Florida. No, they're terrible. They need to answer the bell now against Alabama. That's all I got. I will see you on Saturday. Text me uh, Friday night. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, I appreciate everybody who hopped on and made a call. Appreciate all the listeners. Again, I love you all. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch if you want to join this community. We've got a good community, a lot of fun people. You can be a part of it. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. All right. Love you all. I hope to see a lot of you this weekend in Alabama. If not, I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Radio show from 12 to 3. See you, bye.